Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast, your filter-free and uncensored source for all things manifestation. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation expert. I'm here to raise your vibes and your cash flow. Listen, I've manifested everything from a beer, a six-figure salary, my husband, and homes, and more. And I am spilling everything I can on this podcast so you can learn how you can do the same. The more fun I have, the more manifestations appear, and the more money I make. So it's my obsession to show you how you can be, do, and have anything you want. So join the movement to raise your income and your impact on this world. Become a manifestation queen and create a life that feels like a vacation. Let's do the damn thing. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast. I am so stoked to be bringing you these first few episodes. So if you missed it, I had a podcast launch party in my Manifestation Queens group on Facebook. So just recently, I have rebranded. I've come out into the world as, you know, a brand new face, right? Actually, same face. It's like new phone, who dis? So new podcast, who dis? Um, I am so excited. Let me start over. I'm so excited to be doing this. So I've come out with everything is now Manifestation Queen and this podcast is no different. And that's going to be the focus of all of the episodes going forward. Manifestation, manifesting the best life, the best business, the best of everything, best travel. So I'm going to be bringing you things like all manifestation and mindset and especially money for sure. So these first few episodes that you're going to be exposed to, <laughs> exposed, which is a bad word to use right now with everything happening with the coronavirus, but you know, that's a whole different story. And um, these first few episodes are straight from the Business Manifestable. So if you missed it in the group, I hosted a two-week, 13-day Business Manifestable, which was designed to blend the woo with the do so that you can become a whiz with manifestation and applying it to your business or your life or your, you know, if you want to create a business or become a coach or be an entrepreneur. And even if you're like in corporate America too. So really all of the above. So it was just such a great like joining forces community of like everybody coming together and really bringing their A game. And I had so much fun that I've decided that these are going to be the first few episodes that you guys hear on this podcast. So as a result of the rebrand, what I'm doing is I'm releasing three episodes plus the welcome one that you guys probably listened to, which was like your pep talk for manifestation, especially at this day and age. So um, this particular episode, though, that I'm starting off with was from Stephanie Schultz. Stephanie Schultz is a social media expert and fucking queen, and she really dove into how you can grow your social media and make sales. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you are manifesting a business, if you've if you've been sitting at home with all this coronavirus, you know, quarantine and stuff happening, then you're probably thinking, well, maybe I can start a side hustle on the side, right? But where do you start? Like, honestly, how do you know exactly where to start, 
what, you know, what to do on social media, how to use your Instagram, how to use your Facebook and all the things. So I am bringing you the audio from Steph Schultz's presentation and interview on the Business Manifestival on um, sales on social media. So enjoy guys. Also, from now until April the 6th. So from for the next week, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast, take a screenshot Post it on Instagram or post it on Facebook and tag me at XO Cassie McKenzie. And you will be entered to win um, some of the great prizes that I'm giving away as a result of this podcast launch. Um, some of these will be free coaching, um, free coaching, what do you call it? 90 minute deep dives, uh, Voxer access to me, uh, membership into my Manifestation Queen experience. These are just amazing things. And I've got more besides that coming to you. So um, also, if you leave a review for this podcast on iTunes and you screenshot it before sending it and send that to me in the DMs at Cass, it's XO Cassie McKenzie, then you will get three entries into the giveaway. So I'm so excited to be bringing this to you. I think this is just like, ah, it's so much fun. I really feel like I'm going to pee my pants. I'm so excited. So the other piece of good news is that the Manifestation Queen Academy is now open again for enrollment. So if you missed this the last time around, this is my most favorite course that I ever do. And I do it live and I do it with you. It's not pre-recorded. You get my energy, my Q&As, all the things. And basically what it's about is that, you know, so many of us get caught in that trap of allowing life to happen to us rather than the other way around. And so as a result, we're conditioned to fear the worst and to make decisions based on what could go wrong instead of what could go right. So that's where learning about the law of attraction and all the laws of the universe and manifestation has really changed my life. And I... I can't even say how much different it is from 2008 when the world collapsed and now when like we're sort of going through a similar time. Um, it, it, you know, now this time around, my outlook on life, my mindset, my results that I'm getting are 180 degrees different than before. And my purpose in life is to help you do the same so that you can honestly be, do, and have anything that you fucking want in your life. So, you know, if it's not showing up for you or if you're manifesting or new to manifesting, it's kind of haphazard results. Like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and you're trying to figure it all out on your own, but it just doesn't make sense and it's getting like super frustrating, then this program is for you. So here is your chance to sign up and to join me. I've got all the info at makeoveryourmindset.com slash academy. You can reach out to me. We're in the early bird right now. And I really want to help you manifest like real life magic and to know what to do when it looks like things aren't working out. So, um, you know, stop the struggle and start to create a life you love that feels like a vacation. La 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 la. I love the vacation life. So we start on April 10th. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you guys so much and enjoy the rest of this episode. Bye. You guys, this is just blowing my mind. I am so excited. I love all of you guys that I don't even know you yet. I'm so thankful that you have committed this to yourself because this is truly the moment. This is a moment that you get to 
change everything. You get to choose to change everything in your life. If you want to, you get to decide from this day on that it gets to be easy and fun and exciting. And I am so excited that day one of this business manifestival includes um, Miss Stephanie Schultz and oh my God, you're so going to love her. So now, um, for the, I just want to tell a couple of things about how the business manifesto is going to work. Um, take it all in. You might need a new notebook for everything that you're going to learn in the next two weeks. Um, go ahead and follow the guest experts, especially if you really love their vibe and you really hit it off with them. They're all total powerhouses with a lot of free content and amazing programs. So be sure to have fun. Um, also, the replays for each day are going to be available for 72 hours. So you'll have three days to go in and rewatch the replay. Then after that, there's something special coming in the next couple of days to allow you to extend that. But with that being said, I want to go ahead and introduce Stephanie. She, Stephanie Schultz is an online business coach for women who specializes in organic social media marketing, creating irresistible branding and mastering online sales. Who couldn't need that, right? So, <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, she's the founder of Courageously Confident, the online and offline community where women are inspired to rise up and take action to achieve everything that they want and more. So, you can find her at ExoGingy on Instagram. She also has her own group called Courageously Confident and her own amazing podcast, which if you caught the first few minutes of her as we were going live, we were talking about her podcast there. So. Welcome, Stephanie. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. This is going to be so much fun. I'm excited to share with everybody who's part of this and just chat and jam out with you. And I always say this because I love to be interactive. The people who are on live, please comment and, and interact and ask questions because I just, I love that vibe and that energy. Yes, me too. Me too. I think it's so important too. So if you have any questions at all, like Stephanie's a total pro, I'm sure there will be a ton of questions you want to ask her. So I will be sure to zip it and allow her <laughs> to answer. So um, let's just kick right into it. So um, Stephanie, from what I understand, like we met obviously through another program with our um, with Melanie and Lair, and you know my understanding is you started your career on an online business through selling what $14 training, right? <laughs> yes. I love that. This is the story now that everybody knows. Um, yeah. So in 2017, um, late 2017, I basically decided to start a business out of nowhere and I had no idea what I was doing and I knew it was going to be fitness based at the time. And I decided to offer personalized workout programs for $14.99 to people following me on Instagram and I sold hundreds of these oh and then I realized quite quickly that this is not scalable <laughs> it's not fun and it's evolved since then but that's where it began oh my god purse I didn't realize they were personalized no wonder oh my god that would be now that's some burnout right there <laughs> yeah yeah I would wake up and just like go on my laptop and like do one after the other after the other like it was insane <laughs> Oh my gosh. Good Lord. Well, it sounds like your life is way different here, like these days. So if y'all don't follow Stephanie, she was just celebrating over the weekend because her business has generated a hundred thousand dollars in the first two months of 2020. So 
I mean, when you have a goal of going, making a thousand dollars a month and then a couple of years later, right? Like you're blowing it out of the water and like impacting so many lives worldwide. Like it's gotta be so fulfilling and just like kind of crazy to wrap your head around. Right. It is, you know, it's like, sometimes when I hear the facts, like when people speak it back to me, I'm like, what, like, what, what is, what's going on? Like what's, what's happening. But the truth of it is honestly, I, I'm, I'm very different and my life is different, but I'm really the same. Like it feels the same. Like making more money doesn't mean that like I'm a different person. It just means I get to do more and, and give more and experience more. But I, I, it feels like I'm still the same girl. Yeah. I, I still have the same heart and, and soul and ambition and it's, it's different, but it's the same, if that makes sense, you know? So it's, it seems so surreal when people say that to me, I'm like, Oh, me? What? Like, you know, just, you know, and for people who aren't there yet, like not where they want to be, I want to let people know that like, it doesn't need to take six years or 10 years. Yes. Like it takes time, but it, it can happen in a short amount of time. If you just decide to go for it and just say, I'm all in, I'm going to make it happen and, and be committed to whatever your goal is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's so important. Like you saying that brought two things to mind. One is, you know, people think having like, people sometimes think that if they go from not having a lot of money to having a lot of money, then that will make them a different person or, you know, like the limiting belief of, you know, rich people are bad or evil or greedy or whatever, but, you know, they don't realize that it's money is just an amplifier. And like, I think it's amazing that like, to me, the more money you make, the more you stay the same, the more you give that inspiration. And like, People could put your picture on an affirmation board that says, here's an example of somebody who's still killing it and like, isn't a complete psycho in real life, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think like, that's the thing. A lot of people, it, it, it's fear of like, what are people going to think of me if I make more money? And, and it's like all, all of these things. And that's just not true because when your heart is in, in a good place, that's all that matters. And that's what people see. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I talk about this all the time too. Like, it doesn't matter if you make more money and you want to spend it on things or you want to save it and invest. Like it doesn't matter. Um, Eric and I are very simple people. We don't buy a lot. Like we'll go on fun adventures and trips and stuff, but like we love to just right now in our life save and invest and it's, it's yeah. business opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, there's nothing wrong as long as you feel good doing whatever you're doing and you feel good with like, you know, the back end of it too, right? Spending the money and paying your bills, then yeah. to me, like that keeps that vibe going. So like, I, I know you, you mentioned too, like you have a, uh, or you mentioned pretty often that you have a background in psychology, right? And like human behavior and the psychology around sales really is something that you're like totally nerd out. Like I nerd out about subconscious <laughs> brain theory and NLP training and all that. <laughs> so I totally get you there. Cause I'm like, Ooh, that's why people do what they do. That's interesting. So what is your sales philosophy or like for social media? Um, you know, what, what have you learned in such a short amount of time that seems like you've cracked the code, right? Yeah. So obsessed with just, I, I love the way, or I love understanding why humans do what they do. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have a background, a degree in psychology and sociology, but it doesn't really matter, but I nerded out in that for a few years. But then when I stepped into this space, it's more of like, 
okay, why do people um, interact on social media or why are they not interacting on, on social media? Why are people buying and why are they not buying? And really understanding and knowing that helped me um, understand how I can show up better in my business and help people make the, the yes decision when they want to make the yes decision and understand when people say no, that it's not about me or something bad. It's, it's a different thing about that. So on social media, and guys, if you're on, ask any questions because people are like, you know, what do I post to sell? How do I sell it? What, what, what's the picture? What's the graphic? Whatever. Right, right now. And, and I'm going to speak right now because right now is what matters and going forward. People are buying on social media based on energy and vibe. It's mm -hmm. less about the quality of your picture. It's less about the perfect caption. It's less about you having to prove that you're an expert in XYZ, but it's more about who you are. It's more about their connection to you, your vibe, your energy, right? Mm -hmm. And I was speaking about this earlier on a live stream, like people are paying to be in your vibe, be in your energy. So then if we know this, I literally have, have screenshots of people saying, I, I want to be in your vibe. How can I buy from you? Like, this is a fact. Yeah. So if we know. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do it. I, I pay to be in people's energy. Like, hell yes. Right? So if we know this then, and if I know this as, as a coach and even for myself, I'm like, how can I help teach my clients to sell better on social media if people are buying from a vibe? Mm -hmm. So it's more about us honing in on who we are, being confident in who we are, and showing up with our true authentic selves. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that go up to the screen and they get all like, oh, like icky and vibe, like how do I show up and I don't know how to sell and it's awkward and all these things. But when you just show up and you're you and, and you are sharing your story and, and you're giving value and you have your energy and your vibe, people are going to be magnetized to you. Mm -hmm. So it's less about cookie cutter content and more about authenticity. How can you show up? Mm -hmm. How can you be real? That's what is going to create connection. And that's what's also going to create sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So along those lines, what, like, what are the mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making when they're trying to figure this out? You know, like, how do you tell somebody just it's the vibe, like be more yourself. And then like, yeah. we still fuck it up somehow. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, when, it's so vague, like just be yourself and find your vibe. Like what the hell, like, what does that even mean? Right. So what, what mistakes do I see? I see a lot of people are just copying what other people are doing and it's very vanilla. It's like, everyone's has the same pictures and it's the same caption. It's just like, find your spark. Like that's a huge mistake I see people make. Um, overthinking captions, like, oh my God. I, so I'm a social media and content coach. Like I help you create content, right? But you're never going to be sending me a copy of your caption because I'm not even going to look at it. Like I'm not even like, it's not about the caption. Like, yes, it needs to make sense. And hopefully you, you know how to spell and, and whatever, but don't overthink your caption. People are going to understand what you're saying, but don't look at it for two hours and, and like overthink the caption. When, what I really suggest to people, and especially if you're very intuitive and creative, is to, when you have an, a download, type it out, post it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, you can look, read it again and make sure it makes sense. But like when you are having a download for something 
and it feels so good. Like, oh my God, this content is amazing. I love this. I love what I'm sharing. Post it because it's amazing because it came from you very intuitively and you're in the energy of feeling whatever content you want to push out. That's when people are going to vibe with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then one other thing, cause it's on my mind before I forget is people, I think get caught up about what to post. Like, like I need to, people think like, I need to make this perfect post to make a sale. I need to talk about my program all the time to make a sale. I like, I like they think of like things like that, but us as coaches and entrepreneurs in the online space, we're still selling when we're sharing our life. Like, what did you do this weekend? You know, Oh, you're out for dinner. You're out on a vacation. Like, and you might not be pitching your actual offer, but you're still selling because you're creating connection. That's a huge thing. And that's a missing piece. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people make is not posting more of that connective kind of content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like they might just go on Insta story when they're selling something, but not show the be like the behind the scenes shit show that my house is sometimes with a two year old, yeah, four year old. It's like, I want to see Hi. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that relatability factor really kicks in there mm -hmm. that's so interesting so does your so i'm guessing i might know the answer to this now does your strategy change per platform though yes so okay this this is where i get so nerded out but i know people it. nerd away express this to me <laughs> Like social media can be overwhelming. And if you're on it and you like agree, yes, social media is overwhelming. It can be right. Cause we've got Instagram and Instagram. We've got the feed. We got the stories. We got hashtags. Like we got IGTV. Like what is all of this? Then we've got Facebook and we've got our Facebook profile. We got a group. Do we do a business page? Like, Oh my God. Like it's, it's great. It can be very overwhelming. So I always tell people to treat each platform as its own because it is its own. Yeah. Instagram works the way Instagram works. Facebook works the way Facebook works. Podcasts work the way podcasts work. You know what I mean? They're all different. So something that I, I cringe when I see it is when people just copy and paste their Instagram, you know, caption with all the hashtags and post it on Facebook. Don't do that. Facebook doesn't like that. It doesn't need all, all the hashtags, right? So I show up on my Instagram platform for Instagram. I show up on Facebook for Facebook. Another way we can look at this as is you have different followers on Instagram, maybe more on Instagram than you do on your personal Facebook. The population might look different. So for example, I have more followers and people on my Instagram and the population is broader. Whereas my Facebook, I know that I mostly have entrepreneurs as friends on my Facebook. So the content might look slightly different because I'm speaking to women who are true entrepreneurs who want to build businesses and make more money. Yeah, that makes total sense. So um, I just noticed we have a question from um, Arika says, what's the one thing you wish you knew when you were starting your business? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wish that I knew to invest bigger sooner. Uh -huh. that That's what's coming to me right now. So when I started, I invested in a, a lower offer because I, I didn't really know what I was doing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I wish I invested bigger sooner because bigger to me just means like a longer term investment and a closer mentor. So in other words, I wish I would have invested in a private coach sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, and not have been so afraid of investing. 
at the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. I was terrified of money. I was terrified of spending money. I was terrified of looking at my bank account. But now, not even three years later, I know the power of investing. I know the power of huge commitments with a mentor and support. And, and that's what I wish I knew back then. Um, I know that's not really social media sales. It is money mindset vibe, but that's what I would tell people is to, to go big from the beginning. Well, yeah, like I think a lot of that sometimes has to do with how much they believe in themselves and how much they believe that they're worthy of the success or that it could, you know, like it takes a mindset of believing that your success is inevitable and that spending this money, whether it's on this one offer or whether it's six months down the road that eventually like it's paying off and you're going to stick with it. Like, absolutely, you know someone who doesn't invest or doesn't feel comfortable, like letting go of their money to invest, to make their business thrive. Or even, you know, even if it's a mindset thing for a relationship, you know, it's like a short term view because you're not looking at the bigger picture, right? Like mm -hmm. over a lifetime or over the course of the year, what are, how are you going to grow and how are you going to use this information? Right. So absolutely. I know um, there's like a big switch when you go from, if this business works out, I'll do X, Y, Z to when this business works out, you know, and like deciding like that to me, it's like the earlier you can just decide, just decide that it's going to be successful. Like you don't know what day could be three years from now. It could be three months. It could be three days from now. But once you decide, like all the forces of the universe start to come together and Honestly, like guys, if you're listening and you're saying, oh, well, that's great for her. She's got this, you know, like booming business now, but you know, it must be so easy for her to say this. Listen, but, you know, I was charging $14 before, yeah. so I was not yeah. making, even when I invested bigger, I was making $500 months. Mm -hmm. And then I spent, you know, first 7,000 was my first investment. That yeah. did, didn't make sense. No. But I, I was, I was like, you were saying I committed and I said, I'm going to make it work no matter what. And I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because like, um, you know, once you make that decision and also just like be like, we were talking about being in the vibe, but also there's a universal law of oneness that it is basically the fact that Stephanie is sitting in front of us right now means that you have sought the right training out. You're watching this, you're watching her. Her success is your success, basically. Like it means that it's possible for you too. It's possible for all of us. There's more than enough clients to go around. Like, you know, I think a lot of times we get wrapped up in this. Oh my God, I don't know. Like that's great. I, I kind of hope that they fail because then that might mean that I'll do better. Right. But no, it doesn't work like that. It's the opposite. We all win. We all win. As I get better, you get better. As I get better, my clients expand. We all calibrate to each other. There's, there's space for all of us to win. Like, and it's just, that's just how it is. And when, when we believe that it's a much better, better world to be in than thinking, Oh, well, I hope she fails. So then there's more space for me to win. Like that's so gross. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Like I totally, I agree with you there. So now, um, how about like, what do you tell, say to the women out there, especially with regards to social media and your social media accounts? Like they might, like I've encountered a lot of people that are afraid to start or like they have this idea they want to do a business, but they don't do it because they're afraid they'll change their mind down the road. Right. So how do you suggest handling that? With the fear of changing their mind? 
Yeah, like um, they're afraid to start because, you know, maybe they might get, they feel they might get stuck coaching on something or selling something they might not really want to sell down the road. Oh. I know you recently made yes. a pivot in your own online business. So, okay. So I love this. So here's the thing. This is how I look at business as, as we are entrepreneurs. Business is an extension of who you are in the moment that you are it. So when I started my business, my business was an extension of fitness stuff. And all I wanted to talk about was fitness and help my girls get strong and go to the gym because that's just what I love to talk about all the time. And I love to sell it. Mm -hmm. As I evolved as a woman, I wanted to coach more mindset. I wanted more social media, more business coaching. And that's where I'm full on in right now. It's an extension of me. So if someone is going to start somewhere coaching, whatever it is, just know that you don't have to stay coaching what you're coaching forever. You can pivot, you can change. You don't even need to fucking niche down. Yeah. I'm so like, you can be a fitness coach, a business coach, a social media coach, a mindset coach. You can be all of those things. I was, I was everything. Like, like we don't need to create these boxes, allow yourself to grow and expand. And then there's always like a fear of what if people judge me or what if I lose followers because I'm changing. And I had that fear too, right? Because people go on my Instagram now and they don't see workout videos or they don't see a lot of fitness talk. So I lost, I'm sure, a lot of followers because of that. But I would rather stay in integrity with who I am mm -hmm. than try and fit in a box and be this mold for people that I don't even know. So if you're afraid, you know, to... I think that fear is honestly, and this is tough love stuff, is a cop out. A cop out from not starting. Just freaking start. Let it be messy. Have the worst pictures. Don't even know what your offer is. Like, be messy, but just start. And you'll get clarity on what you want it to look like as you go. Your content will get better. Your branding will get better. Everything will get better, but just start. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, a year from now, you're going to wish that you did. Right. And I remember hearing that, I think it was Angie Lee. I was listening to one of her podcasts about a year and a half ago. And I was like, maybe I should do my own podcast. People <laughs> listen to me. And I was like, suck it up. Like just do it because then like a year from now you could have like 75 episodes if you manage to pop one out every week, you know? And so Absolutely. there's all this free content and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And like, I don't know. It was probably just my husband listening to it for the first couple months, but you know, cause of course I didn't launch Jack shit. I was just like, here's a podcast. And I didn't even tell anybody about it. I love it. I love but, it. You know, like whatever you have to do to just get, you know, just get out there. Like the more you get out there, the more comfortable you are being out there. And the more like the little things like, starting, you know, like starting the live stream or using this zoom. Like I didn't know how to use this zoom thing. Like I had to get on the other day and figure out how to stream it in because it's new Facebook change. Like that's the right. constant Facebook changes everything all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> and while I'm on that topic, like how do you stay up to date? Like what is, you know, it seems like Instagram algorithms, Facebook, all of this, that all the things are always constantly changing. So how do you learn about all this? I've always been so curious. Yeah. So it's two different things. I learn by seeing it myself. So I'll notice when the algorithm, quote unquote, the algorithm, because I can explain that in a second, changes on Instagram or Facebook. I'll just notice, um, oh, people aren't getting notified when my post, is, I'm, I'm showing my post. It's not getting shown to more people. Okay. Facebook changed something. 
then I'll, I, I research things. So I'm, I'm that nerd. I'm that person who will go on YouTube, on Google. Um, Instagram has a platform when, when they release new things, they share it. So I go collect information, but more than anything, I test things out and I see what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. So one, I want to educate people right now and let people know what the actual algorithm means because people just throw this word around. I don't think they know what, what is the algorithm. So if you haven't heard me coach this before, you might have your mind blown. We control the algorithm. So when we're blaming the algorithm for our life problems, we're actually blaming ourselves. We control the algorithm. We tell Facebook, we tell Instagram what we want to see. So for example, if I love cat videos, which I don't, but let's just use this as an example. <laughs> I'm on Instagram like, oh my God, I love all these cat videos and I'm um, um, engaging with cat videos, cat videos. I'm telling Instagram, exogingy likes cat videos, show her more cat videos. So more videos are gonna show up in the explore page, more cat videos, that type of content is showing up because Instagram wants me to stay on the platform because Instagram will make money when more people are on the platform. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So think about your own social media feed, who you're engaging with, what you're engaging with. Oh, so-and-so person that you stalk every day is popping up all the time at the top of your feed. How interesting. It's because you're telling Facebook that you like their stuff. So of course it's going to show up because you're going to spend time on it. Mm -hmm. So the algorithm is literally a reflection of how we are um, engaging on social media. Mm -hmm. So I notice when that changes and then I say, oh, what's happening? And the best way for me to see it and then the way I lead my clients is noticing and practicing the differences and how we, I can change my strategy to show up better and adjust with the algorithm. Social media is always going to change and mm -hmm. it's our duty, I believe, if we're running online businesses to just keep up with it. And whether that means you're the person Googling it or you take courses and learn from someone, we need to keep up with it if we want our businesses to thrive because our content is everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And then, so does that mean the more Insta stories that you watch, then more people will see yours too? Or No, not work? necessarily. Like, like, yours? So this is what's true is if you watch a certain person's Insta story, their little bubble at the top is going to show up like right the first one. Mm -hmm. So, so Instagram knows that, but not necessarily if you do more Insta story, are you going to show up more for other people? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, but engagement is important. I think a lot of people just post and then run, run away. You have to be, um, a, Hey, get out of my head. Come She's on. like, Oh no, that's me. Right. But here's the thing. I don't, there's nobody like that at all. <laughs> Instagram, even Facebook wants you to be an engaged user. So you don't need to be on for 24 hours. That's not what I'm saying, but spend seven minutes of your day or five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. Like, genuinely on the platform engaging, liking, commenting, whatever, to show Instagram that you're not just there to post and run away, you're an active user. It's gonna pick up with that and it's gonna like that and it's gonna push your content out to more people. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, that makes sense. So are hashtags still a thing? Like are we still, like I, I heard it was 30, then 28, then seven, and then I don't know. Yes. It, yeah, so they make okay. a difference. So you, if you are not putting hashtags on an Instagram post, 
your post is not going to reach more people. Hashtags open up the um, opportunity for your post to reach like honestly thousands to like a million people. That's mm -hmm. the reason why your post could potentially end up going viral. So yeah. hashtags are a thing. 30 hashtags, yes. Whether you put them in the caption or the comments, it doesn't matter, but use hashtags. Mm -hmm. Now there's a whole strategy and this is where I nerd out and if people are getting overwhelmed, don't worry. I'll try and simplify it as much as I can. You can't just randomly think of words and put a number sign in front of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Like that hashtag fitness, hashtag biz, hashtag whatever, like that's too broad. Mm -hmm. So there's a strategy to actually mastering hashtags. It doesn't have to be hard, doesn't have to take up your whole day, where you use a variety of hashtags that have a certain number of posts under them, so a small amount, a medium amount, and a large amount that are relevant to your post, and that is going to help your post get seen by more and new people, because that's what we want, right? To grow our audience, new people having eyeballs on our stuff, potentially new clients, new sales, all of those things. So all I mean by that is... I'm like, how can I phrase this in the easiest way? <laughs> Don't just mindlessly pick hashtags. Go research hashtags. That's what I'm going to say in the context of this right now. Go look at my stuff if you're a business coach. Go look at a thriving fitness coach. See what they're hashtagging, what they're using, and, and make note of those. And go search in hashtags. Just go explore, go have fun, see what hashtags there are, and don't always go for the most basic ones like hashtag fitness, hashtag fit fam, like your post is gonna get lost. Mm -hmm. So use a variety of hashtags that have a small amount of number of posts under them, a medium, and then a large amount. Yeah, okay, cool. So like in terms of sales, like um, I know a lot of people were curious about you know, selling on social media and, you know, obviously being authentic so that people get to know the real you and all, but what are like, what would be your other like major tip for, you know, where people might miss the mark and not see the sales that they were expecting on social media? Well, it's a couple things. One, it's, it's one on end of the spectrum or the other. So one, people like post once about their offer and then they're like, oh my God, no one bought. I'm not going to post about it again. They get all in their heads like, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to post once and people are going to buy. That's not how it works because one, you could post and people not even see it, mm -hmm. right? So people either post and then give up and run away because they're scared, right? Or it's the other end where literally every post is always selling and there's no connection being made, yeah. right? The, the, more, the most... Um, the most sales I get are from posts that are me just being me and me not talking about an offer. So there needs to be this beautiful mixture of you selling your offer and talking about your offer, but also you being you and creating connection. Cause like I, I said at the beginning, people are buying based off of vibe, right? Mm -hmm. So one post more than once. Don't, don't sell and run away. And two, have this beautiful mixture of, who like who are you type of post story posts relatable posts and then more of like here's my offer this is what it is here here's the link here's the call to action we need a mixture of both to create this beautiful like ecosystem of followers and buyers and and clients yeah and you guys Steph really knows her stuff like I, I messaged her earlier like before this thing because I was listening to the latest episode of her podcast um, 
And it was all about, you know, if you're not getting the number of clients that you want, like in your, um, you know, in the courses and, you know, programs and things like that, then, you know, here's a few reasons why. Oh my God, you see this, the sunset? My vision board is up in the window and it's, it's creating more of an angelic vision. It's for beautiful. <laughs> so, um, but at the beginning of her podcast, she's got this like advertisement basically for her new Instagram program that she's just launching now. Y'all, I'm already part of the program and I was like, I cannot not listen to this. I am just like mesmerized by how amazing you are. Like it was just, you've got to, if you want a good example of what to do on social media, what to do to promote your programs, like definitely. And it's not all airy fairy fluff, like whatever bullshit, you know, like it's actual. Here's what I want to say is that little intro part where I talked about the Instagram course. Yeah. I recorded it like once it just came through me and I put like about like it, we get so caught up in our heads. Like it needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I need to say the perfect thing. I need to lead people in and blah, blah, blah. If you're selling something, when you talk about it, it should just channel through you. Yeah. So this is where we get in our heads of thinking it's icky to sell or it's bad to sell or people are going to think it's bad or whatever. But the truth is if you're channeling something and you want to sell something, let it, let it go through you. That's the, that's the most authentic way. And, and, and that's all I did. Right. And then you listen to it and you're like, Oh my God, like I'm already in the course, but can I buy it again? Like, yeah, can I sign up twice? (laughs) Not trying to make a perfect uh, content, but just letting it flow through me and said, people who are going to get it are going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So this brings up another thing, like how, like people might not be getting the sales on social media because they might be selling things they think they should be selling, but not necessarily that they want to be, or are actually interested in selling. So have you had this happen obviously to you before? Can you share your experience and how you noticed it and how you moved through it? Yes. So this happened to me when I started to lose my spark for selling my fitness program. So I was still trying to sell it like last year. Um, and I wanted to, and I love the program and I love fitness and I love my fitness clients, but there was like a missing link. I would go up to, to, to sell it and my energy wasn't there. And I was like, why are there no clients? Like, why aren't people joining? Why does this feel hard? And then I realized that just my energy and my spark behind selling it wasn't there. And that's why, because people were feeling that people didn't feel the spark that I had the year before. But then when I would go up, go on to sell something about social media or business or money, my energy was like all over the place. So if you're not feeling lit up about what you're offering, it's not going to be fun for you to sell. And two, it's not going to be fun for people to buy because they don't feel that energy that you should have around it. So it's okay to just notice that and ditch something and be like, I'm not selling this anymore and sell something that you get really excited to show up for and sell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's another part of, you know, the evolution of your business, right? You might start out and and it's also the reason to jump in now, like create a shitty program that you want to ditch later because you'll feel great about yourself when you get to that point. You're like, damn, that was total shit compared to what I'm making now. Absolutely. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Yeah. There's no reason not to. So, oh my goodness. So as far as money mindset, what would be your top? Like if you can, I'm just going to let you take the topic of money mindset and 
run with it because you are another queen of that, obviously. So the floor. <laughs> okay. so what, what's coming through me right now with money mindset? Um, number one, I think a lot of people run into this is don't wait to make money before you're, you're wanting to invest in your business. So many people are like, oh, I'll invest when I get clients. I'll invest when I make money. I'll invest when whatever. That's doing things backwards. That's doing things backward, backwards. And, and we say this from a place of we're scared to spend money now because we're not making the money that we're investing now. But what I want to remind people is that you're building a business. You're building a business. It's okay to invest. It, you're meant to invest. That's the foundation of what you're doing. So, so if, and one, if you're saying things like, I'm going to wait until, that's just weird money vibes. That's not, that's putting pressure on yourself to get a client. You don't want that. That's mm -hmm. putting pressure on so many different things and money doesn't respond to pressure vibes. Mm -hmm. So instead, understand, honestly, and this is so simple, but we need this reminder, money flows. It comes to me and then I spend it. And then it comes to me and then I spend it. And then it comes to me and then I spend it. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. It doesn't mean anything wrong or bad other than it just flows. It's constantly flowing. So when we understand that it's flowing and we allow it to flow instead of being like, oh, I'm so scared to spend or I'm scared to look at my numbers or I'm, I'm scared of this month and release any pressure. Like sometimes we can physically feel like, negative money vibes in our body release it let it go be open to the flow of money you're going to see yourself receive a lot more uh, make a lot more spend more and just enjoy and trust the process of all of it mm -hmm. totally absolutely and and it's so true about the flow like i catch myself in that sometimes too you know where i'm like Oh, but you know, we're spending this and this and this. And then it's like, wait, but there's always more coming in. Like there's always more coming in. And as soon as I shift back into that, then it's like, it feels better. Like who gets checks anymore? Like I still get, <laughs> I got a check in the mail at my mom's house a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And it was from having my baby, having my daughter in 2017. Oh like it gosh. was, it was a refund from all the way, you know, and it was, I'd been doing like a lot of money mindset work because y'all, I don't know if you caught earlier when we were first jumping on, but we both agreed that money mindset work, all of this mindset work is not something you do once. And then you're like, okay, did that, you know, it's like, I'm Check. good. No, no. Like you, it is something you have to consistently do and you need to you know, put yourself in the vibes with people who are where you want to be. And you have to, you know, always continue to, you know, work those muscles that, you know, the must, the mindset muscles in your brain or else you lose it. You know, it's no different than going to the gym or not going to the gym, right? If you don't use it, you lose it. And you're mm -hmm. eating the potato chips of the mindset work. <laughs> Another thing that I want to say about money and investing is be decisive about it. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to invest and it's this amount, like be like, yeah, I'm all in. I'm decisive about the money. I'm decisive about my decision. Money likes decisiveness. So when you're decisive about your investments, that's just going to show like, yep, yes, yes, no, no, like in between no weird vibes, be decisive about investments. And that's going to be a huge energy shift for receiving as well. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're very um, decisive about your investments and especially recently, you know, like signing on with your coach. 
longer. Can you tell a little bit, like, was there ever any sort of like, oh my God, types of feelings when you were hiring your first coach? And you know. every time, every time, every time I reinvest, it's a different number. It's a bigger number. And it always feels like, oh my God. But I know that that feeling of, oh my God is expansion. Yeah. So it's one to trust that it's going to expand you, even though it's scary. That's the biggest piece. Right. And, and I like, I, my first investment was like 2000 in this group program. And then it went to like 7k, then it was 30k, then it was 60k, then it was 100k. I paid them all in full. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee that it wasn't just like, yeah, I paid a hundred thousand dollars. I was also like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. What the hell? Like I had the moment of fear. Like, Oh my God, what if I don't make this? Oh my God, what if this year, like, what if something happens? Is like all the what ifs go through my mind. But the foundation of it all is decisiveness and trust. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the year is going to look like, but I know it's going to be amazing because I have control and I'm decisive about it. Mm -hmm. So have faith in yourself, have confidence in yourself to just go for it. So aside from being decisive, you know, and, and that, like when you have a limiting belief or if you have like a fear that comes up, do you have a certain process you use to work through it? You know, like, for example, like I know some people and you know, me and myself, sometimes I whip my journal out and I'm like, what in the hell is going on right now in my head? You know, let's get this on paper and see what it is and then dispute it and move on. Right. So yeah. do you have a process like that that works for you? So I'm not much of like a journal person, but what I am is I'll notice when a thought is negative and it's coming through me and I'll ask myself, is this true? Mm -hmm. yeah. Is this true? And I, if I can absolutely say that it's true, then okay, maybe this is a real problem, but most times it's not true. So, yeah. so certain things like, and this is a truth that pops in my mind, like last month was a big month. Oh my God, what if this month isn't as big? Why are you going there? It's like the second of March. You don't need to go there. There's like nothing that's not helping anything. You know what I mean? So I just ask myself, is this true? Yeah. And then it, it helps me realize that these thoughts are just thoughts are not always true. That's the biggest thing that I do to debunk them. Mm -hmm. And then I also am a very active, like energy vibe person, if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> so when I get in my head, I need to go move my body. I need to get up. I need to go move my body. Because when I'm in my head and I'm not doing anything to shift the energy, it's going to stay there. So I need to, you know, either, even go for a walk, go to the gym, or sometimes it's like a night's sleep. And I get back into my actual good mindset, my good vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you listen to podcasts or any, or read books and things to reinforce your mindset? Or is it mainly like the exercise and like moving your body that works more for you? I mean, I'll put a, I'll put podcasts on, I'll pick up a book, but the biggest thing for me in my mindset is having consistent support that I'm paying for. Yeah. That makes and you guys sense. know, like I'm very clear, like Melanie Ann Lara is my coach she's, she's very like, I'm in her mastermind. I'm in all, all of her programs. So what gets me in a good vibe, um, and, and keeps me going is, is that container. So I can speak to someone and say, Hey, I'm having this weird thought. Can we just talk it out? That to me is worth a hundred thousand dollars for every time I do it. Like that's, that's worth it. So, so having that person to just say, I'm having this thought, let's talk about it. Okay. We get over it in five minutes. Then me sitting with myself, it's not the same as listening to a podcast. It's not the same as reading a book. I need that real life connection. And that's what's created me to truly expand so fast is because I 
figure out when there's a problem and we fix it as soon as it as we can. Yeah. We, I don't wait a month. I don't wait six months. I don't wait a year. We fix the problem quick and then I move forward. It's the same thing I do with my clients. What's the problem? Let's talk about it. Let's get through it. Let's move through it. And then we move forward and we expand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I remember, um, you know, hearing about, I think it was James Wedmore was talking about, he had a six figure mastermind and a seven figure mastermind. And he sent his like intern or somebody, I can't remember in to like sit in and say, you know, like afterwards they debriefed and he was like, well, what kind of problems, like what's going on in the six figure versus the seven figure? Like what are the differences there? Yeah. And, Cause he thought that it would be like a major difference. And he said, she came back and she's like, honestly, they all have the same problems. It's just that the seven figure mastermind moves through them faster. You yes. know, they don't let them hold them back for longer. They just let yeah. them, you know, they figure it out. They move on. They take the chance that maybe the decision might not be right. And at least they find out sooner whether it's right or not. And then they move on and pick the other road. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. I'm not surprised at all because when you're at a certain level, you don't have time and you don't allow yourself to have time to sit and sulk in a problem. Yeah. You say you're bigger than this. Your business is bigger than this. Your impact is bigger than this. And you ain't got time to sit in a problem. So you fix it. You address it. You don't ignore it. But the, the results happen quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of community too, like you're hosting your own like in-person event, right? Is this the first in-person event that you're, or is this the second? Is no. This so this is the second um, summit. So we had the first okay. summit last year and I've hosted four retreats. So I, I'm yeah. all about the, the events. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The, the Courageously Confident Summit is live in Ontario, Pembroke, Ontario. So um, I don't want to say only if you're from Ontario, like you need to be here, but we have women coming from all over North America to, we're, we're just close to Ottawa, to um, this event in April, on April 25th. We have um, Aislinn Walton is coming. We have eight women speakers, um, Rebecca Rubin. There's, there's so many women. I, I'm not going to list them all now, but like women are coming from all over Canada and the United States to speak at this event. Um, if you know me, I go big or go home. So <laughs> we've got like a big stage this year. This, like the vibe is very like classy, spunky, fun. We've got a DJ. Like it's just going to be this like empowering entrepreneurial event, but also feel like a party. Yeah. So I'm so freaking excited. That's the way to go, man. Like I am so for the party atmosphere, you know, like you've got to celebrate. So you've got to like enjoy yourself. This process has to be fun because let's face it, like on, like you were saying today on your live stream, entrepreneurship is hard. Like having your own business is hard. Like it's got to be fun. You've got to be happy now. Like you can't be thinking that the money is going to end up making you happy down the road. If you're not liking what you're doing now, it's just like adding fuel to the fire of a bad process. So yeah, make sure you like it and you have the party and you play the music and you do all the things. So as we're wrapping up here, I have a special lightning round of questions. These are odd. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. So these are fun. Speaking of fun. So I'm going to go quickly. Well, you know, just as quickly. It depends. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. They're all good. So <laughs> actually first, before we do that, let's check back in and see if anybody had any questions on, um, like in the group on the yeah. live stream. Let me see. I'm always like paranoid. I'm going to turn this off and then I'm not. Okay. So let's see. We had, um, do, do, do. Oh, 
Do you have to create your own content prior to posting? How do you plan it out or just go with the flow? Well, you okay. have answered this, but if you want to touch a little more on that. Sure. So I think that this is different for every person. So this is different for every person um, based on the type of creator that you are. So if you're someone who really likes to plan things out and map things out and have something ready for tomorrow, then you can batch create content if that feels good for you. There are some people who are more intuitive and that's me. Whereas tomorrow morning I might have, I have notes in my phone of downloads and things, but I wait until what I feel tomorrow and I'll post what I really feel like sharing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, so sometimes I create in the moment when I get a really good idea, I'll, I'll put it in my notes in my phone. I make drafts on Instagram so they're ready to go, but I always post something that feels good in the moment. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I can totally relate to that too. Cause when you feel the pressure to post something, then it sometimes ends up with the wrong energy attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. And Melissa says content creation was such a thing for me in the past. And now I'm so grateful. I feel so more in depth in my content. I love that. So, oh yeah. And then we've got the, I've got going to be wildly successful there. <laughs> I fucking decided. There you go, Victoria. I love it. So let me see. Um, oh Yeah. So another Cassie, hey Cassie, Cassie Peters says, I've had others tell me to find my niche in the past, but I'm an eclectic person. So I personally liked it when you said, you know, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to niche down and pick your niche and do all this. And then that ends up putting you in an action or like unclear about what you're selling or if you're doing it right, you know? Yeah, I agree. We don't need to limit ourselves. We're not in that space anymore. We can be it all. We can do it all. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, cool. Well, let's go back into the, if you guys have any other questions, feel free to ask away. And then we will, um, right before we'll check right before um, wrapping up, but okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So what's your favorite way to celebrate? Champagne. <laughs> oh, I love it. Me too. Okay. How many countries have you been to? Oh, I don't know. Three. three? I think I've only been to three. Oh my goodness, which ones? Wait, Canada, United States, and then I don't even know. You wait, went wait, to Jamaica. Wait. Oh wait, Jamaica, Bahamas. Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> is Bahamas part of, what is? No, those are two separate. Yeah. And I haven't been, oh, I haven't been to like Europe or anywhere. So yeah. Oh my goodness. I How know. about Mexico? No, oh my I've never been to Mexico. I know. See, we need to get you out of Canada. I know. I need to get out of here. <laughs> do you know my four-year-old has more passport stamps than most Americans do? Like, I'm what? That's amazing. Yeah. He's been to, like, gosh, I don't even want, this is your day. This is not my four-year-old's day. So, okay. Also, so what's your next number one travel destination outside of Canada? <sighs> Hawaii. Wait, that's part of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's really where I want to go next. Um, yeah. I would love to go to Australia. Australia oh, yeah. has always been up there for me. So that would be like the next exciting place. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, do you prefer Jimmy Fallon or Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What is the best thing you've ever manifested? <gasps> oh my gosh. My husband. Aww, so sweet. I just want to say, like, this is my little story. I never had a man come into my life 
until Eric came into my life. And it's because I started working on myself before that I was like in a negative place and I was always meeting like awful men. And then when I started to work on myself, Eric came in my world and it literally like matches night and day. Oh, oh my God. That's so amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. And then you guys just recently got married and did your honeymoon. I mean, it just looks so awesome. I loved your post there about like how you work when you want to. And like, people are like, why do you work on the weekend? You're like, bitch, because I want to. That's yes. why. Because <laughs> I can do what I want. It doesn't matter what day it is. I don't live in terms of Monday to Friday. I live every day. So yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. And then finally, what's your number one money affirmation that you always go back to? Mm. Your mantra. Oh, this is good. Um, I want to say it can be easy. Yeah. I it like can that. be easy. It's easy. It's easy to make $10,000. It's easy to make 50,000. It's easy. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to say. That's what I'm vibing with right now. I like it. I like it. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys heard it here first. You get, it gets to be easy. I personally love that too. And it's always like something I have to keep reminding myself. And I think a lot of new business owners have to keep reminding themselves too, like as they go on every single day. So that's a perfect way to end. I love it. Yay. So, well, thank you so much. This has just gone by so quickly. I'm so excited. And, um, you really kicked this off. Like, perfectly. <laughs> thank you so much. I had so much fun. I hope this was a value for people and thank you for hosting this. Yeah. And I almost forgot. So, um, Stephanie has a special offer for you that, um, I'm going to let her take the ball and run with it so she can explain to you. Amazing. So, um, I want to share with you because we're talking about social media and sales, a brand new program that Cassie's already in, um, <laughs> uh, Instagram course on how to get clients from Instagram. Um, it's a live course that's starting at the end of March and I'm going to make Instagram easy for you. Cause I know it can be complicated. I'm going to make content and branding easy for you. And also in a way that you stand out and your business stands out. So you gain clients from the platform. So my gift to everybody that's part of this um, is $222 off of this enrollment in this program. So if you're interested, you can j just reach out to me personally. And I know Cassie's putting a link in an email um, that can be there. So Cassie said, you can give something that's $97. And I said, you know, I feel like $222 off of this program <laughs> feels good. And that's what I went with. So Sounds if you're not getting clients on Instagram, I'm going to show you how. That's basically all you need to know. And it's going to be really fun. And I can't wait. I can't wait either. And the program starts on March 25th. 25th. So. Yes. You all heard it here first and thank you so much, Stephanie. Everybody, you can go follow Stephanie at XOGingy on Facebook and Instagram and watch her Insta stories. They're always the best. I absolutely love it. And I love anybody who likes champagne and a disco ball. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Thank you everyone watching. And I'm so ex excited to connect with more, more of you. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks so much. Bye, Stephanie. Bye, Bye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks a million for choosing to push play on another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. 
You truly amaze me. And if this episode blew your mind, then please leave a five-star rating and a quick review on iTunes so more people like you can become manifestation queens too. See you next time.